Didn't like that. <laughs> Meet the new king. Same as the old king. Sorry. <laughs> Same as the old king. <laughs> I, I got me coughing. Oh, that was you just hurt yourself. Yeah, he just hurt oh. himself. Yeah, drink that beer, boy. You drink it. Beer you drink boy. It down good. Uh, welcome, fellow travelers. I hope that didn't blow your ears. Yeah, that, immediately they switched to the next episode. I would too. Um, I was trying to make a reference. We got. Ben taking over as king in this episode, and yeah. not much changes. And I was like, you know what that reminds me of? What's that? <laughs> uh, CSI Miami. Oh, was, oh just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, not much who. changes. Uh, yeah. Uh, won't get fooled again by the who. Uh, mm-hmm. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> anyway. It's the same show in Miami. <laughs> it's the same king. And ooh. In uh, ooh. Welcome, fellow travelers. You've made it. You've done it. Another week. We did it again. We did it again. Some, Ned's still here. This some, is... Somehow. Somehow. This is... Uh, man, we're going to be talking about The Silent King, Season 2, Episode 14. Uh, we're getting... Gosh, we're just creeping in on that number 50 uh, yeah. for our episodes. And that's just kind of absolutely nuts. And also, I had to do a little math right here. Clack, clack, click, clack on my computer. Wow, I paid a lot of money to Michael. Michael, <laughs> when are we getting paid? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got to find some better ads, man. They've been they've all been over pretty, the place. They've been pretty bad advertisements. I'm proud of our ads, sort of. Yeah, well, I'm very proud. There's wanna, a few that stand out. I agree. I agree. I, I want to kick this episode off, though, just kind of celebrating the podcast a little bit more and, and really... Ned's departure from the podcast. Uh, he's moving away and he's leaving the podcast for good. No, get out of here. All we right. got a sexy new microphone set up that I'm going to be podcasting from. It's going to be good. We're it's just going gonna to start good. pumping out three episodes a week. Well, I don't know about <laughs> that. But I did want to ask Ned some of his, uh, some Nashville questions real mm-hmm. fast for him. We'll, we'll do this quickly because we do want to get into this episode. It's a good one. Uh, talk about Zuriak and all that stuff. But Ned, Nashville question. So let's just kind of go quickly with this. Maybe favorite place to get hot chicken. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. Well, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, Hattie B's. Hattie like, B's. Yeah, it's consistent. Not bad. All right. Nashville favorite Nashville based artist. Nashville based artist would. It could have be a, to a band be... from out of town. I mean, I like Kings of Leon. You know, okay. like I, I don't have anything bad to say about them. Cool. Uh, favorite coffee shop to poop at? To poop at? Ooh, that's a good one, man. Yeah. I, I the frothy monkey in the nations. Okay. I've had a pretty good, solid couple poops there. I have to agree. Mm-hmm. That's a really good frothy monkey. Uh, big open doors. That smell is definitely not going to be getting in anyone's way. Yeah. It's, um, and it's like, yeah, it's tucked away enough where you ain't going to stink up the house. Favorite bar to go shirtless at? Bar to go shirt, uh, rooftop at underground. Okay. Uh, least favorite podcast co-host in Nashville. Podcast co-host. Anyways, y'all, we got a great episode. <laughs> I was like, I'm, it's I'm either excited. you or Michael or Jackie under the chopping block. It's like, I can't throw my <laughs> wife under the bus. And I can't throw Michael under the bus because he's, he's done like two. All right. <laughs> so, well, Russ, my, you got thrown under the bus. My eyes just got really wide uh, with anger. Well, anyways, y'all. Yeah, meet the the new king. The Zergiak. new king is Finn. Well, I guess the well, yeah. new king technically to us is Zergiak. We have not seen him before. Is he, I guess he's a goblin. Yeah, goblin king. This is what when we talked about when Peppermint Butler killed a goblin, that goblins are not inherently evil. Yeah, um, that's right. We got remember. to expand on all that. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're here now. We're here talking about the episode. Man, um, I, I'm excited I, about I want to know whatever battle happened when we intro the episode. It's like... In the middle of this battle. Yeah, what's young. going on? I thought he couldn't fight. Why is he fighting Finn and Jake? Yeah. I, well, the weird thing is, like, it seems like he should be way more powerful than he actually is. But maybe that he just found one little magic wand that, like, poofs him away and throws fireballs. And that's it, you know? Yeah, maybe so. And, and he does seem like he has some muscles. But I don't understand how he ended up becoming the king of goblins doesn't yeah, really make I, sense to me I, and why is he sitting on top of two of them that's got to be a little debilitating for 
your ability to run around and fight someone. Yeah, I want to know if he is like the first Goblin King where he was the one that made the 600 and whatever rules or if he has inherited... I can't remember what year rules, it was that he said that the year, the rules were made. It was like 16, whatever. Yeah, I do have do a remember? fun fact about that. Okay. That apparently when they opened, like, so in like the first cut of the episode um, before it aired and like when they were editing it, they opened the book and this was supposed to be Adventure Time's first reference to the Mushroom Wars. Okay. And they actually cut it out of the episode. So he's going to open the book and be like, when the first rules were written... Um, in something, something before the mushroom wars and mm. they cut it out of the episode. So I was like, we still haven't gotten that first reference yet. All right. Dang, man. But well, we're clo- uh, closer, closer. That is a bummer. Well, the rules are weird. There are 623 of them. Uh, Finn falls asleep during it, but I just wanted to know like what perv wrote these rules. <laughs> Everybody gets spanked. No matter what happens, the king can't do anything. I, Finn, could, Finn couldn't even brush his teeth. I know. You it know, was, it was very... Oh, we'll get, I'll save all of my deep stuff in okay. regards to the rules uh, for later. But I just think it's it so weird. weird. Like they get punished for him doing anything. You yeah. know, it's like there's no punishment for the king. I just, it just, I don't know. Well, yeah, it was funny. It was kind of like the king could mess up. So Finn would be like, I'm brushing my own teeth and I'm choosing to do so, but it was against the rules and thus somebody else would be punished for Finn's actions. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I know. It's ridiculous, man. Well, it's funny too, because on the contrary to that, no king, no rules, you know? So yeah. whether you have a king or not, I mean. <laughs> I was going to say, I, we could start it off with the tops of the episode for me. Okay. I was, well, one was Jake's suit. We'll get to that later. But the other tops was when he's sitting there with the hammer and he's like, no one can tell me no. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. smashes his hand. I know. I wish I could remember <laughs> what exactly he says, but that is such a funny little scene. Like <laughs> total total lack of self-governance <laughs> yeah. you know? all of them all of them have no clue what's going on they lose it they lose they're like any sort of like will or desire or ability to control who they are or what they're doing they're all just like i don't freaking know now yeah. it's like all the rules so, are gone so one side or the other so extreme that like it has to be yeah spank rules like spank me because i'm bad or I, I can, no one can tell me I can't start a riot, a, a riot. Yeah. You know? That's the old man. Who's just like, Oh, well, no one says I can't start a riot. Now I guess I'll start a riot. Huh? Oh, it's so ridiculous. I got a, a great little quote. This is uh, from one of my favorite shows. That 70s show red foreman uh, without rules. We might as well be in trees flinging crap at each other. <laughs> and it just, it just, just goes to show this episode. I mean, these guys are basically flinging crap at each other, you know, as soon as there's no king. But Finn, you know, the hero that he is, steps up and he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll be your king. I'll yeah. do it. And Jake's, Jake is very eager to be the queen. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> I, I don't think that's how we watch Shrek on this podcast. And I don't, I don't think that's how it worked on Shrek. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I think he would have had to marry Finn, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, they just are at that point open for any form of leadership. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think about, about the actual Goblin Kingdom like itself? When Finn gets the tour of the kingdom, I was like, this is actually like a really cool kingdom. Kind of dope. Yeah. Kind of dope. We, we get my tops, and I'll talk about that in a second. But the first thing is the goblins are born in mud. Yeah, very which much. Which not dope. Like the, but yeah, very much like the orcs from Lord of the Rings. When they, oh, or the, yeah. Or not yeah. the orcs, the Irukai, when they're, like, digging them out from. Yes, totally. Uh, underneath, like, Sauron's whatever, like, deep crevices. I wonder, was that an intentional reference? I don't even know. I, I would assume so, man. I would assume, if anything looks feels like lord of the rings they're probably, like probably giving is. the nod to it yeah okay cool man yeah that and then where do we go next the uh man the garden of the living fountains <laughs> what do you think of that I've- that one was a little not as cool but still like impressive i would say yeah i i agree i think it's certainly something i wanted to talk about just because it reminded me of this kid who i almost said his name but i don't want to say his name but this this dude that I went to high school with, and he had an apple trick, and it was basically what those fountains were doing. You know how they're spitting <laughs> yeah, the water from one person to the next or one goblin to the next? He would take uh, a bite out of his of his apple, and then for whatever reason, him and his buddy would count how many times they could shoot it back and forth 
between the two of them. I think I used to do that with my buddy in like sixth grade with with ice, like at the, because we were so bored at lunch. (laughs) I thought you were better than that, dad. (laughs) And then, well, next we get the- My tops. Is it the drag? Oh, the video game room. The video game room. Yeah, the video video game game room room is so freaking cool, man. The Mm -hmm. Royal Game Archive. Yeah, controller hats and a giant BMO. Yeah. I, uh, next week, too, we're going to be talking about a little bit more about the Moe's. The Just Mo's? a little bit, yeah. Just a, a reference, but it's it's interesting that, that... Is that next week or is that the week after? That's next week. Are you sure? Yeah, I promise you. Right. promise you. You got to trust my, trust my judgment here. The Moe's, but, but I definitely watched the next episode. I know. The real me, the real you. Yeah, that's why you weren't watching close enough and you got to see some little stuff. But it's amazing well, that you can obviously see that BMO has some sort of connection with video games in the world, you know, yeah. or some sort of technology that's out there in the world. I think that giant BMO probably has a great conversation. I right? hope it's sentient. <laughs> I hope that's a giant sentient oh, man. BMO. That'd be so that cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I didn't think about that. And then we go to the royal bedroom. Which, well, you missed the dragon's lair. The dragon, yeah. yeah. I and you skipped I know over you, it on purpose. I know you hate the Adventure Time dragon, so you skipped over that. They're ugly. Uh, ben wants to ride one. <laughs> ben I'm like, wants why? To be a dragon why are you tamer? trying to ride one? Seems silly. And then we get to the royal bedroom. The royal bedroom, the king size bed. That <laughs> okay? Also, Whisper Dan is fantastic. All right, get to my lovelies. Give, give, give me some sugar, baby. My lovely is Whisper Dan. Whisper Dan, dude. Yeah. Who's your lovely? My lovely was the royal speaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just so smooth, and I just love his since the dawn of time. <laughs> you know, like it's it's his good. Pointless speech. Yeah, I loved it. I, I know. Well, we, I, we I had to stop and pause as we get to the Whisper Dan moment and be like, I don't know what it is about Whisper Dan that he's just kind of around and he ends up ruling the Goblin Kingdom, like, spoiler, for a long time. Oh, like, really? We get a reference, like, later down in another season about, like, Whisper Dan is still the king of the Goblin <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> it's perfect, though, because yeah. they do everything for him. At the end of the episode, you see one of the goblins raising his arm. You know, yeah. they, like, cheer for, yay, we did it. Which I guess maybe that was a rule. Maybe that's why there's 623 rules. It's everything you could possibly ever do as a king. Which honestly, to me, that's why if I were Zergiak, I'd be losing my mind. Yeah. I would be, I don't know if I'd be spanking people, but I would definitely be needing some form of entertainment. Yeah. He's just got a butt thing, as everybody does. Yeah, I got some weird spanking hams fetish or something like that yeah but whisper dan controls this giant katana that just completely cuts through the king bed yeah and then some sort of creepy hands that are living in the cast like i was like goblin hands i guess they were like the same color right yeah i mean it could be goblin hands but it could just be like again they the the goblin kingdom's awesome like all they've got magic power hands everywhere they've got like uh tigers that are your blankets while you sleep like mm. i don't know man like, the goblin kingdom seems like the place to be it does seem pretty cool yeah tigers or lions and and a goose to lay your head and on g- <laughs> no. it's pretty good but the giant katana definitely makes me a little uncomfortable if i were finn or jake i would not be sleeping on that bed yeah, just that- knowing there's a massive sword <laughs> who knows what else is in the room oh though, i know. It's, know it's like a trap door it's funny, though, they had a little toilet, and it's like a little outhouse just, like, on the side. Oh, I missed that. I think it had, like, saloon doors or stuff like that. And then <laughs> on the other side, like, in the corner of that room, there's a giant uh, crevice in the wall for a ton of toilet paper. Yeah, oh, I did see the toilet, toilet paper, paper yeah. so I don't know. Maybe goblins I don't know are... if it's the toilet. I, maybe it's a closet. I just assumed it was a, a toilet. Maybe seemed... they get spanked so much that they just it make some poop all the time. Make some poop? You, know, you never know. Maybe. But... I don't know. Well, the the other thing, and I, I wanted to get into it before I got deep into it, but I love how you mentioned that, you know, like Whisper Dan does nothing. They're moving his arm for him. Mm-hmm. Pretty much he is just meant to be there to be like the, the you know, crank guy in the kingdom. All he does is just like, yeah. like they can say, hey, do this. And he, he like moves cranks, things or, moves things. Yeah. Is he sentient? I'm guessing he I don't is. think so. No, no I, I mm. think it is kind of on purpose that he is some sort of like, one one trick pony robot. Very much so. Yeah. Interesting. And and I think that that's funny. And actually, this episode originally was titled Finn the King, but they changed it to The Silent King. And I thought that was so genius because... because then maybe it's really about Whisper Dan. It is kind of really about Whisper Dan and the rule book. 
Yeah. So my like whole theory of it all is like technically these goblins are self-governing. Like it's a self-governing society. There is a member of society that is kind of meant to do everything. If there's a speaker and then there's all these, everybody's got a job to do. And pretty much that job is based in the rule book. So I think the Silent King is kind of like Whisper Dan, but it's really like the rule book is technically the king. Yeah. And there just has to be some sort of uh, person, object, inanimate objects that operates as a person of power. It's a functioning society a functioning, without a king. I mean, effectively, he does nothing, and yet the society itself can run on its own and, yeah. and, and function better than it could with with a king. And and it's kind of how you see that sometimes with businesses or middle management or whatever, mm -hmm. with micromanaging. It's like those employees are probably plenty capable, and, and sometimes in your career or whatever, maybe you get in a position where you're managing people and find yourself like, I don't really need to be here, honestly. Yeah. You know? Well, in, in upper management, you know, kind of being like the reason that, you know, individual contributors or middle management shows up is because they're afraid of getting fired. Exactly. But maybe upper management sometimes Gotta have some the businesses figurehead. may not be hmm. doing anything besides making sure people show up. Yeah. You yeah. Know? The figurehead in, in certain, well, like in the, the Japanese uh, society where the king is, he's just a figurehead for, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I guess that's the same with. Britain yes. The right same now. thing with the UK kind of in so the I, royal family. To you be know? entirely fair. I just want to say, I don't really know what the case is currently for Japan. That's just what it was back in the, in the like In the day. Yeah. Not, the, not now. <laughs> the, the, uh, Meiji era <laughs> yeah, forever <laughs> yeah. ago. So I should just completely backstep, but Essentially, the the king bet then did nothing, and it was it was the the diome or whatever, yeah. you know. So oh, trust us, y'all. Let's preface anything else I say in regards to the goblin like political society. I am not a poli sci major. I am not an expert. So anything I say on this podcast is strictly educatedly guessing something or slightly opinionated. <laughs> oh yeah, you can almost guarantee that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. The only oh, yeah. thing we have that we really know about might even, I don't even know. I think, I honestly think people in the music industry just kind of make it up as they go. And sometimes they get lucky and they prepare themselves or whatever, but there's just only so much you can do. Everybody's yeah. just like faking it until you make it in a way. Yeah. That's the, that's the functioning society that has no rule book. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Versus yeah, this one. Well, so it's a little bit of the society of no one can tell me. No. <laughs> Man, what else? What else were you really feeling from this episode? Like, what else really stuck out to you? Because oh. I feel like we just slammed through. A I lot mean, of well, we we didn't even get to when Zergiak like comes back and the final the final battle with the ear collapses, which I thought it was, it was a super quick battle because Zergiak's lame. He obviously brings i don't know where he goes and gets an army of ear clopses i don't know but they're are, kind of awesome unfortunately they have a major flaw and finn just happens to know mm -hmm. exactly how to defeat them yeah and it's it, well either finn or jake because the the jake suit which i was going to say another top so you know like runner up tops of the episode is the first appearance of the jake suit is, it keeps coming back oh there's a whole episode of revolved around the jake suit the jake suit uh i just kind of Finn using the Jake suit is my sexy character. No, oh, I was going to say that is my sexiest character too. I had it listed. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, I just thought of it like a superhero suit and he mm -hmm. goes in there and he like Hulk claps or, D, D, uh, Donkey Kong. I was going to say a DK claps. Yeah. They said the reference is a little bit more about the Hulk's thunderclap okay. a little bit. Yeah. Cool. I was just thinking the DK clap because he does it in super smash bros. And yeah. I'm assuming he can do it in Donkey Kong country as well, but I'm not really sure. Um, you gotta have your plugs and the giant Jake megaphone is pretty great, but definitely the the Jake suit is it's good looking. It's good looking. It's ripped, funct functional, ripped. very super functional. functional. I would say my Jake mistake of the episode really? came from the Jake suit because when they walk away into the sunset, you know Jake's got his mouth kind of around Finn's face, and he could easily, you know, with his stretchy powers, like put his face like on the side or move his mouth to a different spot and still have a little hole for Finn 
to talk out of, but Instead he of chooses it to like be in his mouth. So I was like, that's that's kind of a Jake. It's kind of nitpicking a little bit. Yeah, but like the fact that the Jake suit's perfect, except for the fact that Jake can't talk, that would make it perfect. That's okay. As if he was like a little like that's fair, you know, pseudo like voice in your head, like sitting on the top, you know. I I just feel like as we're getting deeper and deeper into this, I am seeing more of the things that they probably will bring back, and obviously we're talking about it here on the podcast, but. There's stuff like the Jake suit that it makes sense. Why would they not bring that back? Oh, yeah. There's now, a- something like the ninja powers or the wizard powers or any sort of like a, a cheat code that mm-hmm. they get along the way also kind of makes sense that they, they don't bring it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in the fact that they are, you know, doing that and being like those kind of skills, you have to practice all the time in order to hone in on those skills. Okay. And it's things that they don't practice, you know, the ice ninjas and the wizarding powers. Why do you think it smells like vanilla, though? The wizard he, curse? He cursed. I want to know. Could be. I mean, is, you think it's a side effect from a magic man curse? Well, he said a wizard. Yeah. You're talking uh, about like, no, because it was something that clearly Finn knew nothing about. Yeah, I guess so. I, I want to know. I want to know what, what wizard curse. Maybe it's just, just something from his past. Yeah, probably something from his past. That we don't really need to know about. Or but. he or he just smells really good. I don't know. <laughs> Vanilla's not a bad set. It could be worse. Yeah. It could be worse. I'm surprised it wasn't peppermint or something like a something you actually yeah. did you Well, in and we just watched him like the last week eat probably fifteen hundred tons of ice cream. So <laughs> leftover <laughs> vanilla ice cream just lining the inside of his Maybe system. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, I wonder he has super powered stretchy abilities, but I guess he also has a super powered, stretchy uh, stomach and ability to digest food and also ability to poop it out. I don't know. Does it just disappear? What happens to I never see Finn use a poop bag in any of the episodes. What is the best coffee shop to poop at in Ooh is what I need to know because... Well, apparently, probably the Goblin Kingdom now. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. If that giant throne, the Turtle Boy style... Uh, it's baby blue boy style boy style if that's got a dope bathroom i wanted to see mm-hmm. the royal throne i wanted to see the the toilet first so i don't know why i really wish i knew maybe it was just such a cool bathroom <laughs> russell's got so pooping big. and butts on his mind in this gosh, episode dang it. oh my gosh <laughs> i did have a run I've did, i had runner-ups with everything in this episode of runner-up tops as well was zergiak looking over at the sunset Mm. having like a peaceful cathartic moment and then just running and having and like a line, line of yes. people to just go and spank. That was one of my favorite moments as well. Or when he breaks up the, the marriage proposal to, yeah. was it <laughs> Mariah or whatever? And he's like, congratulations. That got me too. I, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was super fun. Yeah. It was packed with a lot of awesome stuff with a lot of like fun little like future references and, um, oh man, there was even a reference I didn't even notice until I did some research. Apparently at one point there's a goblin who is like holding, um, oh my gosh, let me see my notes wow. here. It, he's holding a ball that has a star on it on, you know, like, I, I don't really know what it was, but apparently that was, or had appeared in the, it came from the Nidosphere episode that there was some, one of the little demon guys in the background holding a ball with a star on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this like a callback that one of the goblins was in the nidosphere and somehow escaped and went back to the goblin kingdom? Can you kingdom? confirm that? Or? I can't confirm it. Just, it yeah. just says it was in the background, but I was like, my, my little theoretically speaking, theoretically speaking of the episode would be yeah. that it was, he escaped the nidosphere and went back to the goblin kingdom. Ooh, maybe he's, uh, sleeper agent. <laughs> sleeper That's agent for, for <laughs> Hudson Abadir? Or double agent. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, do the goblins, are they going to play a big role in, in our story? Or is this kind nah. of a, a moment where we get to see goblins? And- yeah, I think it's a pretty like self-sustaining, like non-interacting kingdom. Okay. I'm kind of happy that they're not grosser or... Mm-hmm. More evil. Creepy looking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah more evil. Though I will say the chewing of Finn's food before he got to eat it was kind of gross. Yeah, I was that was kind of like not tops of the episode. Now that animation though, the way he looks at Finn for a split second there, it gave oh, me like the, real the wide eyes, like when he's like 
side-eyeing him with big old like... And like close lips. Yeah. You know, duck lips. It gave me a real Rick and Morty vibes. I don't oh, know yeah. why. Well, it's because yeah. because Morty's lips, that like expression, the droopy lips, droopy lips always happen. So. And the the sometimes he has the glazed over large eyes as well. Yeah, I think that's probably why. Interesting. I, I, yeah, good good reference just in terms of how it made you feel. You yeah, know? just random. But anyway, man, let's take a little moment and uh, get some commercials in. Yeah, we'll get some ads, and then I got some deep thoughts coming yeah. on your way. Good, because man, we're running through this episode. But it's a it's a goodie. It's a goodie. All right. Since the dawn of time, Homo sapiens have contemplated ooze most troubling queries, but none, even the quest for existential explanation, come close to that of their goblin kings. Shall he spank? Shall he set thy buttocks ablaze? Is it indeed spanking time? Only the goblin king may answer this question, and even then, is it he who chooses to spank? or the spank that chooses him. That, my dearest confidants, is the greatest of mysteries. Stay spanking, my friends, with consent. Absolutely. You must in, Scotty. Um, dude, it's so cold in here. I'm freezing. I'm like, I got my knees shivering. So if, if I mispronounce words today, everybody, you know, don't make fun of me. Like, literally, I'm trying to keep my teeth from chattering just a little bit. And on that note, make fun of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just make fun. Rip it. Yeah, lay into me. Go onto our Instagram and just comment on all of our stuff. You know, helpful, just hateful things. Make me humble. Yeah, humble him. Force, force <laughs> me to be humble. Spank my humble. hams. <laughs> Spank it time. Spank my em- comment emotional hams over here. <laughs> <laughs> emotional uh, hams. That needs to be a new bite. <laughs> a new bite. Ned's got big old emotional hams. Big old emotional hams. <laughs> Man, right, you man. know who loves to get spanked in this episode? <laughs> I don't know. Gummy. Gummy? Gummy was like, yeah, isn't yeah. That, that's the name of the, yeah, the, the royal goblin chief of staff. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> had this weird, like, when he jumped in to save the, the royal bathroom attendants, and he was like, no, 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 spank me. I'll <laughs> Set my buttocks ablaze. <laughs> I don't know. He's a little too used to it now. But that, uh, that's man. a great way to lead into... My my first of kind of two pillars of deep thought into this episode. Yeah. That I would say there's kind of two things that are not systemically, but men- mentally wrong with the goblins in general. Interesting. One that I kind of pulled out, and maybe they were kind of the the writers and the the you know whole Adventure Time crew on this was it's kind of Stockholm syndrome. Do you do you see that? Like Stockholm syndrome. You're gonna is have when, to explain that more. What do yeah. You, how so? So Stockholm syndrome. The best example is Beauty and the Beast. That you get kidnapped. You're in some sort of abusive uh, situation. Some sort of situation that is like not, not good for you, and you end up like falling in love with your captor. Yeah. So they don't necessarily love Zergiak. They're you know happy he's gone and they're happy to be free but they almost don't know how to function without him yeah they're kind of brainwashed by the system but they don't of love the rules. him as the ruler no so that's why i said it it just gives me hints of stockholm syndrome just the fact that they desire they're to certainly have conditioned this without a doubt yeah and maybe for certain behaviors maybe it is more of a social conditioning than a stockholm syndrome i wonder too now this might be bad but do we know, like, I don't know. Can you even say, or is there any, like, way of understanding? Like, is every creature that is sentient and can talk in English or whatever, they're supposedly talking in ooh, mm-hmm. are all those creatures um, as smart as the other ones? Are goblins as smart as humans, as smart as magical dogs, as smart as uh, candies that are made by Princess Bubblegum? Like, where are we on the intelligence scale for these goblins? I mean, they seem plenty yeah, intelligent, but at the same time, I would assume something that had more animalistic behaviors could be conditioned a little bit better than something that didn't. I And I don't even know if that's yeah, well, right I'll, to say. I, I just, mean, I'm it's curious. a good point to bring up because you, we saw in the goblin birthing pit that the one was talking and he's like, I'm being born. They're born yeah. smart enough to say that, at and least, so, you know? And who knows how old some of these goblins are yeah how long do they live what is we don't know anything about goblins yeah, old enough to get engaged you know but who knows if that was like two days after they were born so yeah, maybe maybe they maybe they're just like 
maybe there's a hundred gummies just waiting to be born. They've got eggs and sperm just lined up <laughs> and they're just like, you got a week lifespan and yeah. another week gummy's going to be gone. So maybe the conditioning happens real fast. I don't probably not, but it is fascinating. Do yeah. we see goblin kids? I didn't even look at it now that I'm thinking about, we've got a, a pit where they're born as adults. Did we see goblin kids? Did we see you goblin? Know, I don't old know. People? We we saw at least the little old lady with her hot buns getting robbed. That's right. Um, which I also love the throwback to episode one and tree trunks and her hot buns. That, also, yeah. I love the throwback. I you can't you can't hate on a throwback like no. that. Also, ready for for spanking, Mr. Zergiak part two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but that's what we should have done for the commercial. We should have done like Zergiak's a movie, Zer- Mr. Zergiak, Zergiak Part Two, uh, but, Return of the Spankers. I don't know. <laughs> not, a, not, not a not another, and we can't do two bad advertisements. I know, in the same just episode. movies. Also, well, did we we did that one time? Yeah, think, I yeah. think so. But we <laughs> we don't. I we at least see like a little old lady. I don't. If, if there's a large group shot of the goblins, I don't really think we see any like children goblins and. You know, rightfully so, kind of makes sense. Yeah, I don't think we do either. But we did see in that same scene just a, a myriad of townspeople mm-hmm. turning around, just ready for their spankings. I mean, all of them were conditioned. Yeah, it's to be such a spanked. And she was so afraid. You know, it's like, oh no, you're just like the other king. You're gonna. I guess Zergak was also killing them. Yeah, it wasn't just spanking. It was murder. That Zuriak was participating Pro- Probably murder by buns ablaze. Buns like, ablaze. You can spank someone to death. Dude, the fiction, or fiction, friction required to kill someone by spanking. I I don't know how many spanks. How many spanks hey, to get to the, the center the of a, a death pop? <laughs> a buttload. A buttload of spanks. <laughs> a buttload of spanks. Um, oh, man. But no, you, one, you were the one two? that mentioned how um, 335 <laughs> you would mentioned how strong he looked at the beginning how kind well, of he ripped was, he was he was muscular in like a normal guy way he's muscular yeah. in the way that i'm muscular so how many normal muscular guy spanks does it take to kill someone i i don't know man i've never t- i've never tried all right I me guess, and him are on guess similar we'll try grounds. after we stop recording right well one thing's for <laughs> dang sure ones are for ones are for whoops. I know we we haven't even talked about that. It's one of the best lines. It's the best whole, line. It wasn't my and you, tops. You but quote it in this yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, I said it a couple weeks back. I think. Freaking Ned, we didn't even talk about that yet. I know. I was gonna let it come up organically because it wasn't my tops, but it's the best like one liner of the episode. Probably should have been your tops. Yeah, I don't. There, there's just so many line. good tops. That's true. It's so funny how Finn ended up eating the wand. Do you yeah. think it's because? He has experience eating wooden sticks. That I was going to say, that seems a lot easier than eating a broom. a broom. Yeah. Like he did in Wizards. I, I totally agree. I was curious. I was, that was the first thing that popped in my mind. I was like, well, if you can eat a broom, you can eat a wand. Yeah. You know, but the wand definitely had a piece of metal or something on the end of it that looked yeah. a little sharp. Like an arrowhead type thing. Yeah. Arrowhead. It's yeah. funny how Zergiat just kills himself or not kills himself, but hits himself with his own fireball by mm-hmm. teleporting. He dodged it. And then for whatever reason, he's just like, I'm also going to reposition myself. Yeah. And this is like the last second to last episode that we get of the gold sword. Um, I know I wanted to say the dude, the same sword. It yeah. looks so beat up and something. Uh, I mean, obviously it's a great sword because it blocks magic fireballs. And I was, I, you know, it's an I, awesome sword. I, we way, on, I way underestimated it. I rip on the gold sword, and I don't think it was until this episode where I was like, he's blocking like magic attacks with it in this one. And I was like, okay, so this is, you know, a pretty good freaking sword. And there's yeah. a reason he's used it for so long. He gets better ones, he gets more powerful ones. But this one obviously has some sort of special ability to block magic fireballs. Dude, spoilers for next week, but the, the, what ends up happening to the gold mm-hmm. sword is. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's so the incredible. But then that's that's is the that end, it? that's the end of the the last appearance of the gold sword is next week. Oh, that's so exciting! I didn't know that was the last. Uh, ex, um, not, not <laughs> the last time we time we, we see, see it. it. Yeah, it's what is my mind? It's a bummer, but it it opens the the doors for a lot more fun fin swords. A lot more like he has some episodes where he's just trying to find swords because yeah. he's like, it's kind of a part, an extension of his arm 
you know, wink, wink, hint, hint to all my followers out there. It's an extension of Finn's arm. All right. I've seen the freaking <laughs> yeah, photos on TikTok um, and but, Instagram. But uh, yeah, man, again, we, there's it's so much to digest in this episode and, and more than anything, we've just had fun talking about it. Yeah. But my bigger concept and my, my, you know, I, you know how I like to get into the real world and how this makes us feel outside of the conditioning and kind of in, in line with the conditioning of the goblins is the existence of the rules mm-hmm. and the existence of the fact that it's a silent king. And I really do think it's the writer's tongue in cheek about American politics and potentially a kind of like any time that there is a monarchy out there and that America kind of is in this essence. Um, we have a constitution, we have bill of rights, you know, we have all this, these rules in place and the rules are what govern us. Every individual in America is pretty much governed by this constitution. Uh, even the ruler himself, the quote on, you know, ruler president, And the higher ups, you know, all of we have the yeah, democratic the, the checks process. and balances and all that stuff. Yeah, but, and there's, there's checks and balances for power, but it's kind of like. But certainly, the president is treated as if he was a king of some sort. Yeah, you know? and it's it's just shown more recently that, uh, you know, to to get a little uh, uneducatedly political here, like Trump was was not he, he was just kind of an image guy. He was kind of somebody that you could side with or side against. And we were still, we weren't governed under any different rules of law, but when people start falling away or, or feeling like they have a lack of an authoritative figure that they have to respect, they start getting a little bit more anarchy driven. And we've just seen that, that even the rules didn't change. The rules are all the same. And when we start to lose this kind of sense of respect, sense of fear, sense of whatever, in terms of a leader that is the one that is saying these are the laws that apply to all of us, then things kind of descend into that. Like, no one can tell me no. Like, no one can tell me I can't, you know, do this because First Amendment. And they're, yeah. you know, but yeah. Well, okay. You, you I was, I was like holding my breath, waiting to see where you're going to take I'm, that. I'm trying to, just you know, I don't want to, I don't want anyone who's listening to this just because they love adventure time to be like, no, no, these and, guys, but, and I'm but not I, trying to take a, a stance it. on it. I'm just trying to yeah. make a statement. Well, that I think it anyone, was very, I think we all get attached yeah. to people and, and anyone who's the leader, if, if you're, if your political party or whatever didn't win, you know, you're, you're going to be bummed out. You're feeling like you're not being represented to the, the greater masses, you know, or, or your ideals aren't being represented in America necessarily because we have someone else in a different party who's taken over and trying to implement their policies. Yeah. And like um, I said, we're, but we're, it is we're a shame. terrible at talking politics on this yeah. podcast. I, and I, I just would thought just, it was a, I would just say that the idolizing or, or trying to make someone like greater than is mm-hmm. not a good idea in politics. Just don't do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's all I would say to that really. I, Anyways, man. Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, we've well, got very little followers. I I honestly don't think with our brand we're going to offend anybody by saying any of that, but just yeah. in case. But know. I think I think like the lesson and we won't get into <laughs> legit lessons right now, but the the lesson and kind of more of what I'm stating is that the importance that this episode is called The Silent King is that the rules are so good that the goblins can pretty much self-govern themselves. They have to have this kind of like king on the rock to look up to that keeps them accountable to those rules. But the rules are so good that they are obviously self-governing with a, a silent king, a inanimate, almost inanimate object, you know? Maybe they figured out, yeah, the rules that they have aren't just what we see where it's ridiculous, where mm-hmm. if the king does this or that or this or that, someone gets spanked, there's more to it. Maybe there's a whole layout for how the how to deal with education, how to deal with, uh, I don't know, Medicare or whatever, you know, like there's, <laughs> yeah. they've Gob- got, goblin Medicaid. Yeah. They've got, they figured out like economics on a macro and a micro level exactly. and, and how everything affects. There's, there's 623 yeah. rules, which you, it's, they, it has to be pretty granular. So maybe the King, the King and how he should or should not spank, uh, you know, his people or is the first 100 and then everything else is, <laughs> 
is like crazy legit and princess bubblegum should should yeah. look into it yeah i don't know well <laughs> prince, yeah princess bubblegum that's that's we got a, a truly fascist society over there in the candy kingdom and now this is a more of a monarchy here and turns out that when you know it's a monarchy with rules and those rules are good enough in their essence to be the just, king yeah just run it on its own and yeah, that, just, there's I, a freaking society called that but i can't for the life of me think of what the term is for what that is yeah it's um, something yeah well had i known you were gonna talk about that i would have done a little more research into it but i think that's a really cool thought yeah like it's just it's just a thought where i was like that's kind of what the, I, th I think the whole thing was tongue-in-cheek a little bit um, the writers like nodding and, and especially because they renamed the episode, the silent King, it was supposed to be focused on when did this come rules. out and who was president? Oh, this would have been Obama. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cause it, this would have been sometime between 2011 and 2013, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Dang. But wow. Yeah. I, th I don't know. That was my deep thought of the episode. And again, rip into me again. And yeah, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. If I'm in the wrong, if, if you have, a different way of kind of looking at how goblin society is structured that we can bring up and kind of reanalyze again. Like, let us know. Like, I mean, I, I love it because you're diving deeper into an episode that I quite frankly, stuck pretty surface level on mm -hmm. everything for, but, um, you know, I definitely don't want to discourage anyone from listening just because they're like, ah, oh, these guys and their politics and the past three episodes, they brought up politics <laughs> on every one of them. Hey, we're, we're it's focused on music industry and podcasting. So we are not poli-sci experts. So any poli-sci yeah. experts out there? And and if this is some sort of uh, type of society we don't even like know about that has a name, like, please, like, let us uh, know. I'm we'll sure go, it is. We'll start deep diving into that for sure. Yeah. Well, Maybe someone will bring it up. We actually had someone reach out via our awesome email address, nea.travelerslog at gmail.com, and just saying they want, they had some thoughts and they just wanted to bring it on the podcast. And right. man, with you going remote, maybe we'll be able to figure that out to where we could have someone on eventually. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, kind of a guest. I mean, we were talking before this about like if we could do some Twitch stuff, you know, it'd be a lot easier to bring on someone you know, who like isn't a core member of the the podcast, you know, or a core guest or something like that. But, uh, and also hopefully with the remote setting, we'll be able to just bring on more guests. I, I have some people in mind that are either experts in, in Adventure Time or like just know, uh, you know, are passionate about this sort of a thing or are connected in some way to Cartoon Network or whatever that if we could figure out a way to have them on, it would just be incredible, you know, and yeah. Uh, hopefully with the potential remote setup, we'll be able to do that type of stuff. And yeah, you know, I think, open I Mike think Eagle be... will finally respond to my emails. Yeah. Like at, at open Mike Eagle, you need to get on the podcast and uh, really you guys, this podcast was so awesome, but y'all stuck really closer to the later seasons. And we need mm. to get, I need to hear your thoughts on season two in some of the granular stuff, man. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, Did Russell, you have any other deep thoughts? Yeah, man. Um, I had a few lessons here. And uh, actually, you know, tell me your lessons first. Yeah, I'll tell you my lesson. Uh, first lesson is uh, don't spank your little goblins. In this episode, we saw the long-term debilitating side effects of physical punishment. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it just made me wonder, Ned, were you spanked as a kid? Oh, yeah. A few times. It shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man yeah I, wa I walk with my tail between my legs now right yeah no, I, <laughs> I got i got spanked once uh that i remember i i was so afraid of like disappointing my parents that i was like oh crap like anything you know like i don't know i just didn't wasn't a bad kid or whatever i remember one time i couldn't go get the pizza with my dad and i was so upset about it I had to go to my room because I did something bad. But then there was one time when my cousins were up over and I think I was acting up a little bit. My dad, he he denies this, <laughs> but I swear he spanked me a little bit and I was already upset. I think I got hurt jumping off of bed and it was just like the last straw, mm -hmm. you know? And I I don't know. That just sticks in my head as like the the spanking experience that I had. Yeah. I don't, I see, I don't even re remember getting spanked. I just know that my dad would always like, if we were being bad, he would like stand up and start taking off his belt and we'd be like, no, 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 like we're not <laughs> going to be bad that, anymore. Did he ever hit you with his belt? I'd see, I don't even remember, but I know that there was some sort of fear of oh, it. So I was like, man. it could have been once it, and it probably was like, I mean, 
if you're like four years old, like, yeah, it's more of the, it's not bad. Your parents aren't even like hitting you. It's just more like shameful. Oh, my dad definitely would say he was going to get me switches for every single birthday that I think I've ever had, <laughs> uh, which is just going out to the yard and pick, pick your switch. Yeah. Just tearing off. Yeah. A, I don't know if piece of a limb, I don't know if Gen Z even knows what pick your, pick your switch means. I mean, shoot the fact that we even know what it means is that's a very <laughs> old concept. Oh yeah. You know? Um, well, my man, mom had a wooden spoon for all four of her boys. Oh man. That's yeah. That's a, and, and, and you don't got to swing a wooden spoon besides the, the flick of the wrist. <laughs> wooden spoons are for wimps. I agree. So we're, so we're switches. <laughs> so spanking. Don't spank your kids. Well, no, don't no. spank your kids. That's a good lesson. Your decision. Don't spank your little goblins. Don't spank your little goblins, man. I had, I had obviously lesson wands are for wimps. We learned it now. Like let's no more treating wizards in adventure time like they're cool because they have one. So that's one. That's also, one. never bring ear clopses to a battle without ear clo- uh, earplugs. Earplugs. Why would you not? Yeah. They got a giant ear. It's like e- the most obvious <laughs> weak, yeah. weak spot. It would be sound. You think you think you would know that, so that's what we learned. It's like the concept of having the Death Star have a freaking exhaust pipe going straight to the core that could explode <laughs> exactly. the entire Death Star. Except, plug it up except we learn in rogue one that it was built there by the architect yeah I on know, purpose that's right. so it did have a weak spot at least you got well, it depends on what that. canon that you <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> we're gonna yeah like really get granular and be like disney's not real star wars know. canon that was actually yeah rogue one was pretty dope i will say to the the empire just put a crate over it like yeah. like just because it's an exhaust pipe doesn't mean it you don't have to have some metal bars. What's, what's that Family Guy episode where it's Stewie's Darth Vader and he's like, can't oh. we just get some like plywood and like board that up? And they're so like, so good. What, what, what would be the resale value? <laughs> what would be the resale value? And he's like, ooh, yeah, you're right. I don't know about that. Oh, that's funny. My, and my last lesson on, you know, my, my end on a serious note lesson, and this is not, I'm trying not to be preachy with this one, but like we should be aware of political systems in place and, and be aware of our conditioning. In, in that space. I'm not trying to say anything particular is bad or good or over the top right now, but the awareness to, like, the last thing I want to do is be like the goblins and be like, I've broken the rules, spank me. And like, I, I trust the king and we need, we have to have like, just, just to like consciously kind of evaluate yourself and where you stand with positions of power with the rules and Mm. like the rules have been good. I think the rules are obviously what helps us self govern, but don't let the crazy people of power or the, uh, (laughs) the lack of people in power affect the way that you follow a system of rules. And that's, you know, and, and that was, I'm trying not, again, trying not to be preachy there, but the self-awareness aspect, I yeah, think, is so important. Yeah, just being aware of the of the rules and of your surroundings and just knowing yeah. what's going on around you and how it affects your life and how it doesn't actually affect your life, even though you think it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, is really important. I, You know, I'm not a very political person, but I definitely think staying informed or being generally aware of what's happening is not a terrible idea and finding mm-hmm. sources that you can trust um, because it's it's hard to decipher what's what's biased and honestly they're all biased every every media source is selling you something yep uh or or they're phrasing questions in a way to lead you to believe something or another and it is hard to find just um yeah something very straightforward but man i don't have any other lessons i think i I think think i'm all done for this pretty much hammered at home russell how, how can these how can all these travelers follow us tell us tell me that yeah well you know, thank you for listening. First off, mm-hmm. y'all are wonderful. Uh, we'd love for you to go follow us and review us on your whatever podcast listening app that you have. I think really Apple is the main one where you can follow and review. But I will say this: something that I've been diving a little deeper into is trying to grow the YouTube channel some. Mm-hmm. I think we we finally crossed a hundred subscribers, which I don't know. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, you know, like. Everything's not not every one of those. Yeah, not every one of those people actually download and listen to the the podcast itself. But whether they subscribe because of a short that we posted or whatever, heck yes. And honestly, if you don't listen on YouTube, that is totally cool and whatever. But if you want to go subscribe on YouTube, I'm super down for getting some subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, at least you get a little ping every day when you know. When we post, not not always. You get a, a Spotify or an Apple podcast ping. 
But YouTube will give you a ping and be like, they just posted a new episode. Yeah. So like once a week, yeah. more, more likely. And then sometimes when we do shorts, which I've, I've started to put our uh, TikToks over there on YouTube. But also, I think maybe down the line, as we're talking about maybe trying to do Twitch in some way and, and YouTube, like we can start to post things on YouTube mm -hmm. a little bit more, you know, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We're going to be, gonna we're going to be a little bit more video optimized soon. Yeah. We'll see if that really makes sense or not. And I don't know if we're going to invest in like some DSLRs or whatever. I know I have one, but it's like an older one. But anyways, y'all can check us out on Instagram at Neverending Adventure Podcast, at TikTok at Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast, and email us at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. Uh, I would love more people to email us about episodes, comments, whatever, as you're listening along. Yeah, we we got such good meaty content out of the last good email response we got. And we got a lot of stuff that we were like, oh, we didn't see it that way. Yeah. And like, that was fun. I just thought that was fun as fun as hell. I know. I enjoyed it. I like talking about that type of stuff and, and just bringing people into the podcast that don't get to talk to us. And, and this is an open conversation as much as we can make it one, you yeah. know, and, and certainly... You know, I don't know. We'll we're, we're thinking through that, like in a in a way to strategize and and grow the podcast, but also in a way to uh, encourage people to engage in any and every way that we can. I'm always trying to respond on TikTok as much as I can mentally stand being yeah. on that app. Um, yeah, I, I like it, but it's, it's a it's yeah, a it's a drainer. Thing. It's a dit thing. Um, anyways, y'all, thank you again for another week. And I'm I'm excited for next week. Such a good episode. We're gonna be talking about uh, the real you. Yeah, the uh, good episode. It is a man, dang good episode. Good, like next week, yeah, man, y'all. If you made it this far in this podcast, next week it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good one. All right, y'all. Last thing, party forever. All right, love to spanking you guys. Oh, man, oh, man, hot damn. I appreciate y'all listening to us. So right now, I'm going to get you ready. You got to strap on that Jake suit, and you got to get ready to get your ham slapped because Russell's bringing you some information right here. Ned, you didn't have to do a character. I'm always in character, baby. Right. Well, that being said, we love you guys and wish you the greatest of adventures. Never Ending Adventure podcast was hosted by Ned Pruitt and me, Russell Tindall, and engineered by the one and only DJ Cowboy Hat, Michael Hitchcock. Until next time.